So first of all, I want to talk about the Premier League because most people like the Premier League more than other leagues like La Liga, Serie A, French League One, Bundesliga. But this year, again, Liverpool and Manchester City are at the top of the table. Last year, we didn't get to see Liverpool do too great. They had to place fourth, and Allison scored in order for them to be in the Champions League this season. Imagine watching Liverpool play Europa League football this season when they're second place in the Premier League by one point. Talking about Liverpool, I'm super impressed with players like Mohamed Salah, Diogo Jota, and Trent Alexander-Arnold. To me, Trent Alexander-Arnold is my favorite wing back or full back. I think he's insane. I mean, 12 assists as a defender in the Premier League. He's the top assist maker in the Premier League with 12 assists already. I mean, he still has many games to go. And he's so young. I mean, like, come on. He's insane at the age of 23 years old. I don't know why he doesn't have any start with England. He's not part of the England squad yet. But I think he has to play. I mean, look, Trippier's getting older. He's playing for Newcastle. I think Trent Alexander-Arnold is amazing. And I think he can definitely play better than Trippier. And also for the top goal scorer, Mohamed Salah is insane too. I mean, he's absolutely stunning. Like 20 goals, bro. 20 goals. And he has a good uh, career. I mean, Liverpool, you know, he has the Champions League. He's won the Champions League, the Premier League. And he also made it to the final of the AFCON recently. And his teammate Sadio Mane just beat him in the AFCON final in February. So I think Sadio Mane too is insane. The two African players. And I think Salah, like, not going to the World Cup, Africa's best player not going to the World Cup is like a shame for Africa. Why do they play Egypt against uh, Senegal? One of their African players won't be, will be missing out in the World Cup. And also Manchester United isn't doing too great this year, but they did well last year, placing second last year. But they just lost against 17th place Everton, 1-0. You saw Ronaldo get really mad. He got injured a bit. And so today, Liverpool played Manchester City. De Bruyne scored in the fifth minute to get City a goal, and so they have a good start. And then Jota scores in the 13th minute to equalize. And then Jesus scores in the 36th minute again to get Manchester City the lead. And then Sadio Mane scores the equalizer in the 46th minute, and they tie 2-2. It was a very entertaining match, and it was very fun. Both teams are very entertaining. And I really don't know who's going to win the Premier League this year. I mean, both teams are amazing teams, and both have great managers, Pep Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp. And Pep Guardiola led uh, Manchester City to a great lead in the beginning of the season, and then Liverpool came back and now are only one point behind City. If one of those teams won, the team who won would be first in the Premier League, but it was a great tie, and I think both teams can still win, and I don't really know who's going to win. I don't think Manchester City will win the Prem or Liverpool. I, don't, I have no idea. It's very close. Although we have the two London teams, Arsenal and Tottenham. Arsenal just lost two games in a row in the Premier League to Palace, Crystal Palace, and to Brighton. 
this weekend. They lost 2-1, and then Tottenham just won two back-to-back games against Newcastle. They won 5-1, and against Villa, Aston Villa, they won 4-0. And we have Hyungman Son and Harry Kane, the best duos in the Premier League ever. So I think that's also amazing, being Asian's best player, Hyungman Son. And yeah, Tottenham are doing okay. I mean, they're in the Conference League. I mean, they were in the Conference League, and they got knocked out. They never win any trophies, but, I mean, it's good for them to play in Champions League, even though they're most likely not going to win the Champions League, but it's really good for them to be playing in the Champions League. But I'm really happy just for Hyungmin Son and Harry Kane. They're the duo with 37 goals. Manchester City really wants to buy Harry Kane because they don't have any striker they play falso nueve manchester city so they really want to sign harry kane but i don't know how that's gonna go it's all up to this summer aston villa aren't doing too bad they surprised me this season and you know now they have steven gerrard as their manager he's an amazing manager and he was an amazing player and then we have manu against everton everton won one nil and ronaldo got super mad after the game he's limped off the pitch and he smashed someone's iPhone. That was uh, insane how people got so crazy about that on social media. But Everton won 1-0. Frank Lampard isn't doing the best. I mean, it's Everton who are 17th place. You can't really expect him to really bring them back up from that dip. Good for him. They won 1-0 against Manchester United. And Manchester United are doing horrible right now. And Ralph, the coach, isn't doing good at all. Even Solskjaer didn't do good when he was their boss. And I don't know what's happening to United this year. They have Cristiano Ronaldo who just joined. Maybe it's Cristiano Ronaldo just making every single team worse that he joins right now. But I don't know, man. They're doing really, really bad. I'm very happy for Christian Eriksen, who's been doing pretty well after coming back on the pitch. He scored two goals in Denmark, and he also scored... His first goal back in the Premier League with Brentford. And Brentford just beat the Hammers 2-0. West Ham, I like West Ham, but they lost 2-0 to Brentford. And they also tied during the week in the Europa League. But yeah, Crestwell got a red card there, but I'm talking about the Premier League right now. Brentford won 2-0. And Ivan Tony is doing amazing at Brentford. And he's been getting so many goal contributions, goals and assists. And yeah, I'm happy for Brentford and I'm happy for Christian Eriksen. And moving to the relegation zone, we have Norwich City, we have Watford and Burnley. Norwich City with only 21 points. And last time we saw them in the Prem, they did even worse than that. And they got last place, 20th place that time, that year. Then we have Watford who also came up from the second division and we also have Everton who are 17th place with 28 points it would be such a shame to see Everton go to the second division and get relegated because last year I remember they were doing so well with Carlo Ancelotti at the beginning of the season they were first place at the beginning of the season for a while last year I remember and Leeds United too have only 33 points they have a chance of getting relegated. I don't really think they'll get relegated. 
Uh, Burnley aren't the best. And I think they'll probably get relegated with Watford and North City. But I really think Everton need to step their game up because, like, come on. 28 points in the whole entire season so far. I mean, it's Everton. It's not, like, uh, North City. Even Newcastle's above them. Like, come on, guys. And Newcastle have all the money. Like, I don't know. I don't know why any player would want to go to Newcastle. It would just be for the money. I mean, why would you want to play in a team like Newcastle at this moment? It's not like it was years ago, you know? And then in the middle of the table, we have, like, Leicester, Crystal Palace, Brighton, Aston Villa. These are teams that, you know, you expect them to, you know, place mid-table. Maybe Leicester, like, last year they got into the Europa League. But I'm also kind of happy for Arsenal, who are doing better now, because they weren't doing too good last season, I remember. But, like, star players like Martin Odegaard and Saka have been doing really good to get them to fifth place. And I really want to see them do better than this. I mean, come on, it's Arsenal. They're not doing too good. And then Tottenham in fourth place. We saw them in the Champions League a couple years ago, three years ago, when Lucas Mora scored three goals in the second half against Ajax in order for them to get to the finals. It was a semifinal game, and they needed three goals because they were losing an aggregate. I forgot, I think maybe, yeah, 3-0 in aggregate. And then uh, Lucas Mora scored three goals in the second half to get them into the final, and that was crazy. I think that's all luck. I think Ajax would have been a better match for Liverpool in the final. And then I was talking about Manchester United. I'm not, I I mean, I'm not that surprised about how Manchester United are doing right now because we saw them playing like this the whole entire campaign. And then we have Wolves underneath. I mean, Wolves isn't such a great team. They're not like a high team, like, fourth fifth place so I expect them to be eighth place I mean they they're not too good but they're pretty good but not too good and then Leicester were in the Europa League and now they're in the Conference League I didn't talk much about Chelsea I mean they're a top team not much to say about them they just beat Southampton 6-0 with Marcos Alonso scoring the eighth minute Mason Mount scoring 16th minute, Timo Werner in the 22nd minute, Kai Havertz in the 31st minute, uh, Timo Werner again in the 49th minute, and Mason Mount again in the 54th minute. So they're a top team. I mean, coming up against Southampton isn't that hard for them. Southampton coming up against Manchester City, Chelsea, uh, Arsenal. I mean, the top, com- them coming up the- against the top teams. He's really hard for Southampton. They're not such a great team. They have produced many players like Van Dijk, uh, Sadio Mane, but they're not too good. I mean, James Ward-Prowse lives up on free kicks there. And yeah, that's how he gets all his goals. And Norwich played Burnley. It's an, That's a game for the relegation zone. Peerless and Milau scored in the ninth minute for Norwich. And Timu Puki scored in the 86th minute for Norwich, their best player. But, yeah, not such a fun game to watch. I mean, just for relegation zone. So I think it's time to move on to Serie A, our next league I'm going to be talking about. I would say I have the most knowledge on Serie A. At the moment, Milan, the top team in Serie A at the moment, 
first place. They are tied with Torino nil-nil at the moment. Right now, it's the 60th minute, and if they tie that game, if they keep the scores still, they're going to be at 68 points. And then underneath, Inter have 66 points. Um, they just beat Verona 2-0. They beat Hellas Verona. And then Napoli also with 66 points. They just lost 2-3 to against Fiorentina at home. Napoli was at home. And Inter is on top of Napoli because they have a better goal differential than Napoli. The team I support is Napoli, so I wasn't that happy today that they lost 2-3 against Fiorentina. Two times in a row that they lose to Fiorentina. But this time it's in Serie A, a more important game. Whenever we come home, we don't do as well as when we play away, which is very strange. We just beat Atalanta 3-1 in Bergamo. And now coming home, we lost 2-3 to Fiorentina. So it's very bad. And then Atalanta lost again against Sassuolo, this time 2-1. Treore in Sassuolo uh, scored two goals to beat Atalanta. Many people don't really care about Serie A because like, these aren't the best teams at the moment. Once Serie A was the biggest league where all the biggest teams were in Serie A, Inter, Milan, Juve at one point, and, but now Premier League is top. But people need to pay attention to Serie A because the title race at the moment is very tight with only a two point difference with the top three teams. If Milan wins, it's going to be three three point difference. But then we have Juve in fourth place. It Juventus hasn't been doing well when they got Cristiano Ronaldo. They started going down a bit, but you are still a pretty good team. But they're just not doing well. Napoli are in Europa League, or they were in Europa League this year because Juventus made it to fourth place, and Napoli tied their last game with Verona. But it was. Juventus against Napoli last year for who gets into the Champions League. And it was very close. Juventus almost went into the Europa League. But Napoli had to win one game that they tied with. They tied against Hellas Verona 1-1. I remember the seasons 2015 to 2018 when Juventus would always come up first and then Roma or Napoli close behind and then the other one after them. So... Now it's changed a lot. I mean, now Roma's fifth place at the moment. They're not doing too well right now. But Tammy Abraham for Roma has been doing very good, racking up his goals, more than 20 goals already this season. And he's England's most informed striker at the moment. And then we have Roma's rival, Lazio in sixth place, only two points behind Roma, and then Fiorentina behind Lazio. But Lazio's Chiro Immobile has already scored 24 goals in Serie A for Lazio, but never scores for the Italian national team. He does always so good in Lazio, but he never really gets many goals for the Italian national team, which I wish he would score more goals for Italy. And then we have a shocking Fiorentina in 7th place with 53 points. And Dusan Vlahovic used to play for Fiorentina. He switched during the winter transfer market to Juventus, but he was Fiorentina's star player, helping them get most of those points. And then Atalanta in eighth place, which we don't really expect from Atalanta. I mean, 
not many years ago, Atalanta were in Serie B, the second division in Italy. But now Atalanta in eighth place. We don't really expect to see them there because, like, last year they placed third place. They made it to the Champions League last year, only one point behind Milan, who were second. And then 2019-20 to 20 season, Atalanta were third again. Champions League football again for them. 2018-19, to 19, Atalanta were third again behind Napoli, who was behind Juventus. Also Champions League football for Atalanta there. And, yeah, so Atalanta's been playing in the Champions League for a couple of years now. And we don't expect them to be in eighth place, not playing in any European league. And then there's Sassuolo, who has Domenico Berardi. They have Stamaka. And they have Raspadori, who's been doing amazing. Three of them have been scoring a lot, a lot, a lot. They've been doing very good. And, yeah, those are three Italian players who should be getting more playtime with Italy, but I'm happy for them who are doing really good. And Verona in 10th place. Another team who recently came from Serie B, but they're they're doing okay. I mean, I like Verona because of how tough they play. It's hard to beat them when you play in their home, their home stadium. And yeah, they just came from Serie B and they've been progressing through the years. And then Torino right now is still tied with Milan who is 11th place. Torino used to be a higher team who would place and get like into Europa League football, but they're not, they haven't been doing too well recently. And then let's skip to the bottom of the table, the relegation zone. We have Salernitana in 20th place, Napoli's rivals, the Derby, which they only have 16 points. So it's kind of sad Derby, but yep, that's their Derby. Um, only 16 points. They have a negative 45 goal differential. And they're definitely going to get relegated. Then we have Genoa in 19th place, who should usually do better than that. Like, let's see from the couple of years, 2020 to 21, Genoa got 11th place. And then 2019 to 20, they got 17th place. See, that's bad. But in 18 to 19 season, they got 17th place again. But actually, they they don't do too well. I mean, they they're just they don't suffer. I mean, they do suffer, but they they're able to hold themselves up. And then we have Venezia in 18th place, another team who came up from Serie B. It's beautiful in Venice, and you know they have to take a boat to their stadium, so. Empoli is 14th place, another team who came from Serie B. And they're doing pretty good for coming from second division. So, yeah, I like the teams who come from the second division or get promoted. And then they do really good. So those are my favorite teams. Not like my favorite teams, but the teams I like more than the stronger teams. I usually like the underdogs, if not Napoli. But, yeah, so I like the underdogs a lot in football. Italian teams haven't been doing well in European football. Um, Juventus used to be doing good. I mean, they made it to the final against Real Madrid. That was uh, Italy's most recent final for a club team. They lost that game 4-1. But I remember it was an entertaining game. I don't like Juventus, but I was rooting for them because we don't win much in club football recently. I'm very excited to watch Dusan Vlahovic 
grow up and become better. I mean, 22 goals already in the season. And look, he's only 22 years old. He's very young, and he plays in Juventus at the age of 22. The smaller teams usually come out with the younger players. In Italy, like, the younger players usually don't come from the bigger teams. And Lautaro Martinez is one, is Serie A's most expensive player. 14 goals this season. Last year was his best season. And then Simeone, uh, Simeone from Atletico Madrid's son has been doing very good. Uh, his dad's surely proud of him. I'm gonna start talking about La Liga now. I don't have much to say about La Liga. I mean, Real Madrid are first place. They, them, Real Madrid and Barcelona are usually dominating La Liga. I mean, Barcelona haven't been doing well in the recent years. Last year, Atletico Madrid won La Liga, and Real Madrid are set to win this year. So they've been dominating, and Carlo Angelotti, even though he's first place in La Liga and has been doing good in the Champions League, might be getting potentially fired. To me, that doesn't make any sense. And if, if if he lost against Chelsea, they were saying that he might get fired if they don't beat Chelsea. But I don't know. I mean, first place in La Liga. How are you going to get fired for winning the title? The hardest, one of the hardest titles, the hardest titles that it's even possible for Real Madrid to win. I mean, Champions League is probably their most prestigious title to win right now. But La Liga is the hardest to win. You have to play 19 teams and then twice and then get fired for winning. I don't understand. So Real Madrid recently lost the El Clasico to Barcelona 4-0. Barcelona are doing really good with Xavi, but it's not enough to win the uh, La Liga this year. They've been doing good, but Real Madrid are just too much ahead. And... They're, right now, Barcelona are losing 1-0 to Levante. Well, actually, just right now, actually, uh, Barcelona scored. Literally, right now, Barcelona scored. What? 2-1? What? A bombing scored in the 59th minute, and Pedri scored in the 63rd minute. So, Barcelona are now winning within four minutes. So, so Barca aren't losing anymore, but... And I still don't think that they can win uh, La Liga. And they have an amazing team. Like, don't get me wrong. They have an amazing team. They also spent a lot of money during the winter to get Aubameyang, Traore. Uh, they have Pedri already, but they have. They got players like Danny Alves, Ferran Torres. Yes, Ferran Torres. And they're a great team. But maybe next year they can win La Liga. But this year, I don't see them winning. Like, there's this high-class Real Madrid team, the best team in Europe right now. They have an amazing team, too. Benzema scores back-to-back hat-tricks in Champions League. And then they have Vinicius, who's been also scoring, getting assists. Great season for him. Modric has still been running the midfield. Courtois has been doing great this season. So, yeah, they're doing great. And I was about to say Sevilla. It's a good weekend for Sevilla because Barcelona is losing. If they lost, it would be a great uh, week for Sevilla, even if Barcelona tie. 
because that would make Sevilla second place. But I think Barcelona have a better a goal differential. So if they are both at 60 points, I think Barcelona has a better goal differential. Atletico Madrid are fourth place at the moment. Not their best year. Last year we saw Luis Suarez doing amazing with Atletico Madrid winning the title. Karim Benzema with 24 goals in La Liga this year is amazing. With Vinicius Jr. with 14 goals, the duo are insane. And then Benzema with 11 assists. Benzema is the top goal scorer in La Liga and the top assister in La Liga. And then Usman Dembele is doing great. He's turning those whistle into applause. 11 assists tied with Karim Benzema. That's amazing for the second half of the season. I'm I'm actually really happy to see uh, him doing great. I'm really happy to see Dembele doing great right now because he was getting booed and I don't know. The fans weren't happy with how he was doing. I mean, he's injury prone, but I'm happy that he's back.